That's right, ladies and gentlemen, you're good time with the good time and buds. I'm Austin. And I'm Kevin. Welcome back to the show. We're back, baby. You got that right. We're good this time. <laughs> We're never going away. We're never going away. No, we decided to, uh, it's been a minute. I don't know when I... <laughs> I feel like every episode starts this way. It's <laughs> been a minute. Okay. Every, Bear with us. I would say of the last probably five or six episodes, that has been the case. Yeah. We've got like five episodes in the Rogue saying, we're back. We're back. Or we're back. <laughs> or we're back. Or... But this time, we're at least back for a back-to-back weeks because we have some exciting news next week, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. We are going to have Tall Paul Maston and Laura Hamlin, also known as the Pompous Beggars. Both parts of the Pompous Beggars. Fantastic country musicians. Semi-charming country-ish music, Semi-charming country-ish music. They're going to be on the podcast next week. Uh, we're going to be recording on Wednesday. Literally a week from now. Probably release it on Wednesday. Probably. And uh, so we're going to have them on, and we're going to have ourselves a hell of a time. <coughs> uh, Hamlin uh, hit me up, and she said she'd listen to a few episodes, and... I said, well, we've been meaning to get you guys on, so... She caught the fever. Let's go. It's going to be a great episode. Some of you may remember our episode with Shane Britt. Uh, another fantastic guest, another fantastic episode. Shout out. We're Shout also trying to get Shane some of our other friends on here, but... Uh, we're they're also damn busy. With, they're, they're damn busy, we're damn busy, and uh, but we're trying to get more consistent. We, we still have that episode written. That that's coming. Recorded, but that's, that's coming. That's coming, ladies and gentlemen. That's we wouldn't, coming. We wouldn't promise you something and not deliver. No, that doesn't sound like us. It does not sound like the good time in Buds. Oh, so we got that fun little announcement. And um, we're going to start doing a little more work on... Uh, Kevin and I are going to share some information between our two computers so he can do some editing, editing and, and stuff so we can get some more commercial collections out and... Uh, uh, some interviews, uh, interviews like Jackson Jukebox, Deerfield Foxcroft, Mexico, Mexico Jones. Jones, of course. So uh, we're still working on booking, obviously Cliff Notes. Oh, Cliff Notes, uh, Canadian pop, punk, punk pop, Canadian, Canadian punk. punk, of course. Uh, his schedule and our schedule just haven't lined up, but we're our guys are talking to his guys, and we're gonna make that happen. COVID's still going in Canada, so yeah. it's tough to get him over here. It's tough, and passport issues. It, it's not important. I don't know if you guys have ever. Try to get across the Canadian border, but I can tell you firsthand, it is a task. We got detained for like four hours. Let's also think about who was going. See, it was me, Russ, and Lane Marsh. <coughs> there you go. We were going up there to snowboard. There you go. So that does look a little suspicious, I suppose. Troubles brew on Russ's passport photo. I don't know if you were Russ's passport. I don't know if you recall like what that looked like, but and uh, you know they swiped our IDs for drugs and. Obviously came back clean. Came back clean, but they had no problem with, like, all the knives and shit that Russ had in his vehicle. Nobody had a DUI, which is good, so they'll let you across it. They will, they have a real, so up there a DUI is like a high-class felony, and so if you've ever had a DUI, I've heard 10 years, but I've heard from some other people that they got a DUI like 20 years ago, and they still wouldn't be let in. So the Canadian border is a tough one, but Cliff Notes is coming. So do they have, like, a super high, like, instead of point oh eight is it like, fucking point one two or something? Because, like... I think it's just the act of it itself. Oh, my God. That's egregious. So... It's my favorite part of the night, you know? But I would like to go back to Canada at some point. I am yet to be vaccinated. I don't know if they're 
cool with alcohol. Cool with that. Probably not. They're not cool about much. They don't seem like they're cool with it. So, but I'd like to go back, go up to Whistler. Oh, let's start with this. Did a little snowboarding this weekend. Some would call it that. We I, got. Uh, I, that I would call it that. We got did Kevin some, up there. It's falling. Got Kevin up there, and we got my girlfriend Laura up there. A, Shout out. Had a fun time just falling down the hill with Laura. <laughs> yeah. So we we uh, took the ski bus up there. Pretty dope. Pretty sweet ski bus. Packed. Yeah. Packed ski bus. Full they, ski bus. They just got a bunch of fresh pow over the week. Obviously. And uh, so we went up there. It was Laura's technically second time doing it, but a first her first Basically, full day. First time. And uh, it was Kevin's first time. He'd skied one time a long time ago. Oh, yeah. But uh, Again, not sure that I'd call that skiing either. Um, again, mostly falling down. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, you always mention that you were afraid or, you know, you hate the cold. Yeah. Not that you're afraid of it like Tom Brady's right. afraid of strawberries. Correct. I'm you just not afraid of the cold. Yeah. And then I immediately just got way too hot. Yeah. <laughs> like, just, mm-mm. Layered up it's too like, much. Once you start moving, you realize how much effort is sort of going on, even if you're not doing that much moving. Because even if you're standing there, you're sort of bracing yourself well, I know, because was, you're keeping balance. It wasn't and, really windy or anything. Like, it was just, it was a nice... It was sweet weather. Yeah. I mean, we nailed nice day. a perfect day for it. Yeah. So for the first two hours, uh, Laura and Kevin took <coughs> a lesson while I went to the top. Vehemently some, disagree with the did, choice and lesson. Did, why? Because she kept trying to make us get up from our backs well, while getting up from your stomach. Okay, so that just here. tells me that you had a bad instructor, right. though. That's what I mean. Because... I mean, yeah, I meant like that specific yeah. lesson. Yeah, yeah. No, that's true. Uh, well, it was a free lesson, so... Yeah. It shows. But and it was her first time. Maybe that's why it was free. The reason I wanted it, just to let the listening public know, is because the first time I took a lesson, I only took one lesson ever. And after that one lesson... That one lesson made me like thirty times better. But like, you had as soon as been, you know how to stop, both toe side and but heel you had side, already been you can take on any mountain. You had already been snowboarding before you took the lesson. I've been up there like times. twice, but yeah. I hated it. Right, but you at least had like been on a board. True. So like when we first started, and we were just like pushing around, and like I felt pretty good. Yeah, felt pretty confident. <laughs> yeah, I felt pretty confident about it. But once you strap both feet in, you're done for. And you don't really have any place for your feet to go. You're done for. You're done for. But as long as you learn how to stop, like, correctly, you can go at any speed and be stopped in way quicker than you think. But here's the thing people don't teach you. Before you can learn to stop, you gotta learn how to go. You gotta learn how to fucking get some momentum. Well, that's the thing. Otherwise, it's, it's just like, crashing. Well, it's true. It's kind of like a bike where you got to have a certain amount of momentum to like keep, and movement yeah. going to keep you up. Otherwise, you just kind of got to stand there and balance. Yeah. But if you get some speed, it's way easier to balance. Right. So, yeah, that's tied in, too. You got to be willing to bail a few times. <laughs> and uh, we'll go again next year. Bring Fluff's ass up there. Talking about getting a cabin for three days and just doing God, some dude, that would be serious so shredding. That would be so fun. We had an incredible time. We're going to have an incredible time. <laughs> So that's what we did. Uh, been playing a lot of music. Uh, gonna be doing some uh, sweet shows in Mexico coming up. Um, gonna be playing guitar for Drew Cooper, who we're gonna have on the show at some point, and uh, he's opening, uh, which means that I get to be part of opening for Cody Johnson, which is gonna be sick. In an arena, which is gonna be badass. We're playing Country Thunder again, and um, I'm working on a Texas tour. New albums in the works. I'm doing my first official recording with uh, Jeremy Graham. Shout out to J.D. Graham. Shout out. <clears throat> on Friday night. There's so, already like three shout outs. I know it. We're about to hit well, our Well, we've quota. been gone We're for We're about a to hit our minute. quota of five real quick. 
Do we have a cap of five? <laughs> no, 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 no. We get the sponsors okay. start paying after five. Oh, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, because, I mean, sometimes, you, like a cop, when you get to the very end of the episode, you just got to start writing tickets. <laughs> you just got to start hitting your quota, dude. They say that that's not a real thing. Like, I remember specifically being at Dayton, and what was the name of the one cop that was always at school? Ramon? No, he, was, he was a white the, guy. The white guy, not the cop that drove around. He's like a bald guy. Are you thinking of Juan? Juan, yeah. Okay. But no, uh, Ramsey. Yeah. Officer Ramsey. And uh, I remember him. There's two things I remember from the presentation that he gave to us. Number one was, it doesn't do you any good to drive 90 miles an hour versus 55. Let me tell you why. If I get a call to a crime scene, if I drive 90 miles an hour, I might get there two minutes sooner. And first of all, it's like, well, sometimes you got places to be and you need those two <laughs> minutes, number one. And number two, I don't know what number two is, but I remember that. <laughs> and then the second thing that I remember is that he said that cops don't do quotas. And I, he's so full of shit. <laughs> cops absolutely do quotas. I have no idea, but I assume they they have to. Or maybe like it's, it's not a, a business just like Maybe it's other. not a quota per cop, but it's like a quota for like the precinct or whatever. And they got to hit there's they got to hit benchmarks. There's dude. a revenue created. There's people there's accountants, there's fucking people checking the money. <laughs> Officer Ramsey, what a guy. Working at the school. That's the school to prison pipeline I keep hearing about. <laughs> I think that's in Chicago. <laughs> So I don't know why I brought that up, but quotas, quotas. Oh, yeah. That's we were why. doing shout outs, shout outs, quotas, yeah. cops, <laughs> cops, 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 cops. And uh, so yes, we're at shout outs, but uh, yeah, we got a lot going on, and it's been tough. To I got a sweet twenty minute set at Roosters for Christmas. Yeah, you did. That was sweet. Yeah, shout out to Tall Paul. Shout out to Tall Paul, Laura man. Hamlin for uh. Putting on the Tall Paul's Christmas, no, Christmas, Tall Paul's Christmas uh, extravaganza. Extravaganza. Uh, he threw an awesome Christmas party where a bunch of our friends Every, around everyone. town came out and played a few songs and let uh, me do some comedy as they always do. Kevin did. Was that that was in the middle, right? Yeah. So Kevin did probably. Yeah, yeah. probably. Yeah, because. We did, you were gonna open. I was gonna open, and then we were waiting for some people to get there. Yeah. So you guys played, and then I went. And yeah, then you, guys... you got a full twenty minute set. I yeah. would say most of it went pretty strong. Uh, yeah, you had a heckler. Um, I remember that. Yeah, well, always... he wasn't really a heckler. He just he was just loud and either agreeing or like disagreeing <laughs> loudly, <laughs> loudly. But it it went well, and you looked pretty comfy up there. And that was a fun one. And did, I mean, that's did another show at the bypass recently. Did another show at the bypass. It's always a hit. I don't think we've done a podcast since then, but it's hard to say. It is hard to say. Yeah, I don't know when our last podcast was. But we're back. We're back. For good. For. So what are your thoughts on Ukraine? Big fan. Are you? Yeah, I love what's going on over there. Um, <laughs> I have to keep peddling on money, you know. See if we can't kickstart this, war- this fucking world war. You know? I mean, somebody's got to. All I know, Might as well be America. All I know is times are great when we're at war. The economy is rolling when we're at war. Yeah, but with an inflation rate this high in this economy? I, well, isn't that when you go to war? Isn't that what we did during the Great Depression? I don't really know how it works. It, I don't I, know, but I'm pretty sure you I'm go really to war. I'm a world politics guy. pretty sure you go to war to make money. I'm hardly a local politics guy. No. Nah. Like, I'm interested, 
but that's a what level. I I know, like, because like if you're on the Joe Rogan podcast, I'll listen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I'm interested in hearing other people talk about it, but like, when I listen to it, I mean, you pick up some stuff here and there. There's some good points being made that maybe you hang on to, but like for the most part, I listen to it for what it is, and that's entertainment. It's coach. It's coach talk. It's yeah. coach speak. They're just giving you it's boring answers. They're not actually giving you any details. They're just saying trigger things to make yeah. you respond. It's breaking news every day that's happening <laughs> in the world. And that is inherently sort of interesting and entertaining. And it's obviously bad for you if you buy way too much into it. But if you're listening and going, everybody's lying, but there are still interesting points being debated. It's a it's a fun, it's kind of fun. Yeah, it's like a reality TV show train wreck. Yeah, it's the most reality TV show. Tell that to Melf Manor. <laughs> I've seen a couple of episodes. I'll be honest. I I need it so I've been missing FYI obviously quite a bit, folks. If you guys haven't seen FYI, <laughs> you're gonna want to check. Kevin it out. and I are not the kind of people to watch those kind of shows ever. However, we were just like bored on a Sunday. I I don't know if we've talked about FYI. I don't we know probably have. We've recorded in the amount of times since we watched the first one because that was like back in July. <laughs> we've recorded yeah. since then, but. We were just bored. And we're like, F Boy Island, this looks fucking stupid. Let's check it out. <laughs> and then it was. And it but was then ex- it was awesome. But then it was just excellent and so much entertainment. So, anyways, that show might have got canceled. We're not sure. It we know that they like renewed. fired their the creators, yeah. but they might bring it back because there, I feel like there's enough talk on the internet that like that's gotta be Everyone who li- everyone who watches it likes it. It's gotta be a relatively low budget because there's no writers to pay. Yeah. You pay for, like, the standard cameras anyways, and you pay for staying at a nice place. But all those people are competing. Those people aren't getting paid as far as I know. I wouldn't imagine. At all. They're just going on there hoping to be stars. Yeah. And so it's possible that they could bring it back, but the point is, it got canceled, and so I needed my fix. I need it, man. And I heard about the next shittiest show. (laughs) Because, like, F-Boy Island, you grab onto it because of the name. So the next show that popped <laughs> up, it's called Milf Manor. The concept of this is blows my mind. They bring on like 10 moms who, for the record, are not that hot. Like there's a couple that are decent looking, but they are like just... Moms? Moms. Like it's... Like they're moms who, are, who know that they're on a reality show. Right. Who are like wanting to be on a reality show. Right. But, like, some of them I would describe as not good looking. (laughs) And there's only, like, one or two who are what you're picturing when you hear the name Milf Manor. The rest of them are regular moms. (laughs) And then the twist is they're on a dating show with their sons who are trying to get with the other moms. And they find out in the first episode, and it is fucking stupid. (laughs) I... How do you get a mom and a son on a reality TV show without them both knowing? I don't know, because from what I've found out through my extensive research is they were told that they were going to be on, like, a dating show. I still I, yeah, I still haven't determined why <laughs> the mom and the son both show up to set with makeup on. Like, they're ready to go. They both know that they're both going to be on something that has to do with dating. So, I don't know. Oh, maybe they think it's like <laughs> she's going to date a dad and he's going to date the daughter. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, that's... I'd watch that show, too. Oh, 
Guess what other fucking show's coming out? Yeah, soon? now this one I'm excited This about. one I want to see. It's called Farmer <laughs> Wants a Wife. Let's go. It's coming out on Hulu. They're going to think next month. They're just going to put some city girls on a farm with a farmer and just see how it goes. Yeah. And it's going to go poorly. I'm excited about that. Me too. That's going to be the next great one. That's going to be the next F-Boy Island. But, so, I think what that show's going to have that F-Boy Island doesn't have... <laughs> so, F-Boy Island is all about, like, super hot chicks. Not all of them. But super hot chicks with a bunch of super hot guys, and they're all just going to try to hook up. Yeah. The thing about Farmer Wants a Wife is they're going to take it in much more of a heartfelt, yeah. dorky country Ser- Very serious. Yeah, where they're going to be like... This farm's been in my family for over seven <laughs> generations, yeah. and my my granddad and everybody's more to me than anything in the world. I just like to share it with a woman. I just like to go out here and pet cows <laughs> and think about how I'm a fucking retard. <laughs> it's gonna be great. Yeah, it's gonna be wholesome. It's gonna be yeah. <laughs> but like, there's gonna there's gonna be way more tears. So oh, well. Do you remember the show, The Biggest Loser? Oh, dude, you know who would be great for Farmer Wants a Wife? Who's that? Fucking uh, the Tom. Tom? Boy would be perfect, except I don't think he's a farmer at all. I don't either, but that, that's the kind of guy that they need. They 100% need Tom because he's dramatic. This is a this is an F-Boy Island reference. You guys got to see season two. <laughs> Tom is the most entertaining. God, I'm not even going to go into it, but like, if you have the means and HBO Max... Do yourself a favor <laughs> and watch both seasons because you will simultaneously be disappointed and never been so like filled with in just pure enjoyment. It's so fun. If you got kids, it's watch got it with villains. the kids. Yeah, for sure. Watch it with Definitely the kids. Kid friendly F Boy Island. <laughs> um so you remember the reality show The Biggest Loser? Mm-hmm. So my dad didn't like it because my dad doesn't like watching fat people on TV. <laughs> Do you remember that show, Mike and Molly? Yeah. Two fat people. My Devin. dad refused. So did Devin. Okay, yeah. My dad goes, I don't want to see fat people on TV. So he wasn't a huge fan of The Biggest Loser either, but he loved it when they threw up and cried. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, who doesn't? That's good TV. But like, I feel like there's going to be an overlap between that and Farmer Wants a Wife. Oh, dude, it's going to be so good. And just like, there's going to be tears and... Okay, so like the the shallowness while claimed sort of authority on what country life is like, this is going to be the pop country version of a TV show. Yeah, exa- it is not it's gonna not going to be real farm. It's not going to be real farm and it's not going to be real country. It's going to be the pop country yeah. version. Yes, some guy will work on a farm, some guy will drive a tractor, some guy will have cattle, but it's going to be so pop countryfied, dude. Yeah. Florida Georgia Line, both of those guys might be on the They're farm. probably producing it. They probably are the hosts. <laughs> Dude, they broke up. Yeah, but it was amicable, I think. Yeah, they were doing their own thing. Doing their but own thing. like, we just lost one of the greatest artists. <laughs> what a what a loss! What a loss, dude. How are we gonna know what's happening around here? <laughs> How else are we supposed to get a shine on? Uh, There's nothing I want to do more than sit with Florida Georgia Atlantic Cruise. God damn! Dude. I'm naming three songs from their first album. Everything after that was dog shit. Pretty much, they actually had a, like. Can't we all was an okay song. They have they have some bangers, but dirt, it's not dirt is not bad. Yeah. Here's the thing about Florida Georgia Lines. I'm actually going to take back so the way that I was framing it, 
was as I was coming at it from like a hatred of what they stand for. Yeah. But if we're being honest about their songs, if you don't call it country, if you just call it that's what Florida Georgia Line <laughs> yeah. sounds like, then it's good. Then like there are some good songs. There's still some shit songs like yeah. Holy and like Sundays is okay. Yeah. Uh, but like they've they got have some, some songs that are fun to jam. They to. have some bangers. I already mentioned three of them. Yeah. Cruise round here. Get your shine on. Uh. Again, they got Dirt. That's a good song. Yeah. Can't We All is a good song. They got others. They got... Probably. Their second album has a couple good ones. But their single... Most of their singles are pretty good. Like, when they when they used to come on the radio, we used to fucking crank it up. Like I mean, I agree, but hot, Holy, which stands for High on Loving You. Yeah. But, they, but the chord progression and the melody that they use and just the general production of the song... They do it like contemporary worship songs. <laughs> As somebody who went to church a lot, like I hear it and I go, I know what that sound is immediately. And obviously they're rip off guys, but like, and you can't really rip off contemporary worship music. Right. First of all, it's not good. <laughs> like, it's not there. I've told, so my mom and I go back and forth on this because like church is great, but I don't like going to the worship portion because I'll go with her anytime like I'm back home. And I don't like the worship. First of all, <laughs> in worship, every song, first of all, you don't know the songs. If you're not there every week, you don't know the songs. I know all the old songs from the 90s are they that are so better. Are they songs or psalms? They're basically like psalms. <laughs> like, they... It's, Our God is an awesome God. God. That song is a straight bang. I know. But okay, so quick interruption. We just fired our warehouse manager. He was a super religious guy. And he had his Spotify act up to the tablet that he had. And it was almost all worship music. And I saw a song called Awesome God. And I played it. I was like, I think I know this one. Nice. And it was that song. And I was like, yep, let's go. This that is a That song banger. straight slaps. Yeah, man. dude. It's a good one. Yeah. So, but here's the problem, is they don't do those songs anymore. What they do is called contemporary worship music. Is that like, uh, that that one... They all sound like shitty U2 songs. Remember that one banger, though, by that um, band that you showed me about, like, when he stands before God? Is that contemporary? Oh, I can only imagine. Yeah. Oh, it gets older, huh? Because you showed me that. That old. one's older. That's from like two thousand. I would like to take a pause and say that that is a perfect song. It's a banger. That is an absolute. That song fucking slaps. It <laughs> goes should, fucking should hard. To go out bro. on the episode on that song, <laughs> dude. That song fucks. Dude, that song is really good. Mercy Me is a talented band. Their lead singer Bart Millard. <laughs> <laughs> now it could be. It, could, it doesn't matter. It could be Bart Millard, but it is. <laughs> but the way that it looks like you should say it is Bart Millard. <laughs> Obviously, he's a hell of a singer. Lord, see <laughs> me. He's got some good songs, but here's the problem: it's not like that. It wants to be that, but it's, <laughs> they all sound like shitty U two songs where everything's sort of light and airy, and there's a lot of reverb and delay, and there's only like two verses. There's like a verse and a chorus. And they'll go back, they'll repeat the first verse. Then they'll do the, a chorus again, but here's the problem. They've got a bridge. And it is a long bridge. <laughs> it is the fucking Golden Gate Bridge, dude. It 
it's like four lines. It'll be four lines. And they'll re- they'll sing it. They'll repeat it. They'll do it once with no instruments but the drums going. Then they'll start bringing it back up the fourth time they do it. And the fifth time, they're really going after it. So the fifth time through the bridge, the song's back to where it was at the beginning. <laughs> and then, but they do it one more time for effect. So every <laughs> song is a fucking Almond Brothers song, dude. They're like 20 minutes long. I'm not even kidding. Ugh. And like, obviously it's a worship song, so... It's the, gonna suck. Well, it, <laughs> and the, the lyrics are gonna be simple and they're gonna be on one subject. <laughs> that part is not gonna change. Oh, it's got variations between I'm a sinner and I need to be saved versus you're, you're a wrong, sinner. You're, you rule, man. But they'll say it more like you rule. Us. <laughs> but it's like you rule, man. And... I mean, those are basically the two variations. There's others, but there's not. Oh, I don't even remember the last time and, I went to church. Uh, and the worst part is, what happened... So there's, like, good Christian rock bands. I know that sounds gay. <laughs> but there are. Some of the best ska... And I know my way around some ska. Some of the best ska came out of the OC Supertones, who we saw on their farewell... farewell or another reunion tour. Yeah. DC Talk... Technically Reliant K and Switchfoot, Need to Breathe. Those are good bands with good songs. But what happened to current Christian radio, which I hear because that's what my mom listens to, what happened to current, and I've told her this a lot of times, and I think she mostly agrees, but what happened to Christian radio is exactly what happened to country radio, where somebody hit on a sound, the pop country sound or the contemporary worship sound, and now every song sounds like that, and there's no variation in the artist's you go, is this so-and-so or is this so-and-so? They go, no, it's a third so-and-so. And you go, okay, they all sound the same. Like, the exact same thing happened where they took any heart and soul out of it out of it, in favor of what current song is getting the most radio plays. How do we make every song sound like that? And it just ruined that, too. It's infecting whatever that mentality is that says... Whatever this one song sounds like, we want like everybody <laughs> well, else sounds like that. I mean, I don't listen to hip-hop as much, but in some ways I feel like it's happening to hip-hop too. I feel like a lot of people say that, right. and I think that's true. Yeah. That's why the ones that stand out are so revered and so loved. Yeah. It's because they don't sound like that. Yeah. And not every... Well, hip-hop's the biggest thing right now, so everybody kind of also knows the guys who aren't always on radio, but I would agree that the same thing's happening. Jazz. Has always sounded the same. Yeah, it's not. It's going. But the thing is, just like you want to have like independent media now, sort of more underground stuff that not everybody listens to, but you know it's good. uh, The same thing happens with like there's a thousand funk bands that are all fucking badass, but no one's heard of them if you ask them. Pigeons playing ping pong. Yeah. And others. Uh, Zoo. Who sings Zoo? Oh. Too many zoos. Oh yeah, too many zoos. That's that's the band. Yeah. Yeah. They're good as fuck. Yeah, there's some good funk bands, but nobody listens to funk anymore. See, but I don't think that's true. Nobody in the mainstream listens to it. But here's the thing. If you I mean, took, I got Josh hooked on Pigeons playing people. Well, yeah, but like if you took... Shout out Josh. A certain song. Shout out Josh. Shout out to Josh. <laughs> if you take a certain like badass like funk song and you just put it on the radio... There's like at least a 75% chance that that catches fire because A, it sounds different, and who doesn't like dancing along to funk? Like, yeah. Bruno Mars is making it work. Let's go. But like, 
if everybody loves Bruno Mars. Yeah, because he got it on the radio. Well, and and he's Bruno Mars. Like he yeah. fucking rules. Well, yeah, he grew up impersonating Elvis and Michael Jackson. Like that guy's a little and it shows. A party. He fucking dude. He makes such good songs. Yeah, but and I and everybody likes it. It's Uptown Funk has played at every wedding. Like yeah. you know, if you have a song that gets played at every wedding, you've got a you've song. Got a you've got a banging song. Yeah. So I just think that like whoever these tastemakers are that say this is what it is. Somebody needs to dethrone them and put somebody else in charge. Because I guarantee... Because the vast majority of people just listen to whatever they're given. Right. Like, everybody has their niche bands, but they're, they those who listen to the radio or just whatever mainstream pop, they'll listen to whatever they're given. Well, and, like, if you go, like, top 40 on, on Spotify, like, even if you don't listen to terrestrial radio, but if you just go, like, top 40 or whatever, you're getting those songs. You're getting that sound. Yeah. You have to look to find something outside of that variety. Yeah. And if you don't look for it, then you're just going to hear that same bullshit all the time. Yeah. So I just think it, you need a new set of people. Just like we got to get all these old balls politicians out of the White House and everywhere else. Yeah, we got to get all We these... also got to get whoever the dinosaurs are. We got to get the narcs out of Nashville. We got to get the narcs out of Nashville. And that's all there is to it. There's my coworker. That I share an office with that work listens to the same like Pandora station all the time. And it's like nineties R and B hip hop. It's pretty good. But there's like ten songs that we hear every day. Yeah. Like um Gangsta's Paradise. Um Today was a good day. There's just like ten songs that every day are played. <laughs> and it's like you never listen to like anything different. You never hear yeah. anything different. Yeah. When I worked in that bookstore in Nashville, same thing. Because a bookstore plays the same 10 songs yeah. just on a loop all day. Mm-hmm. And you'll hear the same song, yeah, eight times, nine like, times in a day. It's like Christmas music at the mall. Like if I worked at a retail store during oh, Christmas dude, time, I would lose oh, my mind. Oh, that would be the worst. I would lose my mind. And the worst part about it is if you like Christmas songs, you're going to learn to hate them. Yeah, not anymore. It's the same reason... I know this doesn't apply to you, but it's the same reason you don't use your favorite song as your alarm clock ring because you'll eventually hate that. Yeah, song. well, I'd, you'll quickly hate that song. Yeah, I would I'd never use my favorite song. I just used a you good Brooks and Dunn song. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it'll ruin it'll ruin your day. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you fucking hate that song. That song reminds you of waking up to go to work and you hate it. Like working just in general, working retail during Christmas time, I feel like would make you hate Christmas. Yeah. Just in general. I think the Grinch used to work retail. Christmas time retail. And that's, yeah, that's why he stole it. Understandable. Agreed. Uh, honestly, from that perspective, I get where he's coming from. Yeah. So, it's just like, just like on Black Friday. I mean, Black Friday is the worst, but like people turn into animals when it comes to shopping time. And that, yeah, it's right after Thanksgiving and right before Christmas. So if you're working retail on that day, you're just like, fuck both of these holidays. This is a miserable time. Here's the worst part. That's your season kickoff. Yeah, <laughs> dude. That's what kicks off the season is Black Friday. Like, there's a little bit of Christmas shopping going on before Thanksgiving, but everybody knows Black Friday is both when Christmas music starts, and, and at least when it should. Yeah. That's when Christmas music starts, that's and that's the kickoff to the holiday season. That's Christmas and you know, season. every single one of those people just wants to put a gun in their mouth. Yeah. I would. Not to mention, it's the highest suicide rate already. Yeah. That time of year. Yeah. Christmas is a dark time. 
You work retail. <laughs> yeah, that that would probably be in like my top ten least desired jobs. Yeah. Or any restaurant that serves on Christmas. Yeah. I really think that like outside of con- maybe convenience stores, I really think just as a country, everything should shut down on Christmas. I think we should close more things just on like Sundays. On Sundays. I totally agree. Like not for any religious purpose. We open up Chick-fil-A on Sundays, but everything else got to Not close. for like any religious purpose or anything, but just because we can shut down for a day. It'll be all right. And it's good for our society for everybody to spend time, like just to spend time with their family or people that yeah. they love. Like that is good for the country. Yeah. Like, Capitalism is good for the country, too. However, we could take a break for every couple holidays where it's just like, you know what? You guys have worked hard. Everything costs too much already. Yeah. We're going to pay for a holiday if they can, you know, if the company, if the corporation pays for it or whatever. Yeah. But like, you guys deserve a day with your family. The only thing open is hospitals and doctors. Yeah. Because emergencies happen on Christmas. Yes. But other than that, shut her down. Is a lot that- of emergencies happen on Christmas. People killing themselves. So, I I think that's a good idea. I think that would make this country stronger. If things like Easter, Christmas, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, 4th of July. Like Thanksgiving. If you haven't got your shit for Thanksgiving until the day of Thanksgiving, you're fucked. Yeah. That's on you. Yeah. That'll make this country learn to plan better. That's not going to hurt anybody. Time management. Time management. You're going to be able to manage your time better. We're going to have deadlines that actually matter. That's what I'm saying. Get some discipline back in this country. We could use it. We could use it. Somebody's got to come in and tell these Show folks some something, discipline. Something. Something. What America needs, like Brian Regan says, is a good dad. Joe Biden. What? <laughs> I don't care. He started it. I'm going to finish it. The great mumbler. But yeah, I mean, America's currently running around <coughs> like, a, like a kid with his head cut off. Cat, how long have you been in here? Obviously the whole time. <laughs> the whole time? So America's been running around with like a kid with his head cut off. For too long. For too long. And it's time that somebody comes It's time in. to get the adults back in the room. <laughs> back in the room. But that but what's interesting about that is the is the adult coming back into the room, what he would actually say if he were or she, we're good. <laughs> we're good. Or uh, they. Or they. Probably not, though. Probably not in this economy. <laughs> but they wouldn't be more, like, disciplinative. Disciplinative. Disi- more disciplinary. Disciplinative. Disciplinative. <laughs> It'd be something. But what they would do is you take down the taxes, and then you let the people do what they want to do. That's all you got to do. Perfect. That's That's my platform. Yeah, if you want to make up fucking tax revenue, legalize the drugs. Yep. Let non-violent offenders out of prison. Yep. And build more airports. I've long and a wall. I've long <laughs> said. I've long said the key to a, to building the economy is just building more airports. You build more airports. First of all, building airports that takes a lot of work. You're gonna need a lot of workers. Okay. True that. Now you got twice as many airports. What's that gonna do to plane price? Plane ticket prices. It's going to cut them in half because you got more options. What's that going to do? That's an increased travel. You have the people spending money yep. everywhere. You're stimulating economies. That's good for our GDP. And guess what airports need? A lot of workers. You're going to create a lot of jobs with these yep. airports. That's not bad. Now we're making money. 
Okay. That's not bad. Now the money's the money keeps moving the money around keeps the country. Moving around the country. You are now free to move your money around the 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 the, the country. Exactly. Whoever's commercial that was. Southwest should have been. They said you're now free to move about the country. You're now free to move about the country. Yeah. Captain <clears throat> One said, "What's in your wallet?" Yeah. Look, all not these all these things apply. It's all money. Money talks, bullshit walks. That's exactly. All exactly. That's all I'm money talks, bullshit walks. Kevin, that's actually not terrible. And that uh, I say we do that, and then we do Bill Burr's plan of just randomly sinking cruise ships. Yes. You do those two things, and this, America's back in business, baby. We're stimulating the economy, and we're getting rid of the tards. Yeah. Perfect. What more could you Sweden ask? Sweden does it. God, that was a... We watched Jim Jeffries last night. That was a good little bit. Solid. <sighs> Solid little comedy set. Yeah, no, we need airports in the worst way. I've long. I've, I mean, it would be nice. I came up with that little plan in college. You're, okay, but here's was, the thing: if you build more airports, you're going to also have to figure out. There's going to be a lot more sort of communication that's going to have have to happen. Uh, not flight a paths. Not a problem. You, you see how Southwest handled the holidays? I did. So we're you're telling me we're going to keep Pete Buttigieg far as possible? Yep. Okay. Well, if that's the case. So who should we put in there? Who's really good with time? Who's really good with time? Yeah. Like Devin Hudnall's not going to be. Probably Elon. Devin Hudnall's not going to be. Probably Elon. He <laughs> seemed to have accomplished a lot. He's pretty busy. He's fairly young, though, and he's accomplished a lot. He must manage his time well. I mean, that part's true. But to take on all of America, it's flight paths. There's got to be somebody else that has good time. Man. Hey. Okay, hey. Okay. J- Jocko. Ooh. That guy can coordinate planes. That's not bad. Jocko's up every day at 4.30 to fucking do a killer workout. And then... No, he's not up at 4.30. He's up at 4. He's in the gym at 4.30. And then he's checking the flight plans by 7. Yep. Just... Sits down with a cigar and just knocks out flight plans. <coughs> not to get rid of this cat. Hey, grab me a course while you're up. Come here, cat. But, yeah, seriously. Airplanes... I mean, airports are probably going to supply... How many people do you think work at an airport? Over under 1,200 people working at an airport? I bet there's... I bet every airport has 450 employees. 450? Look it up. Okay, well, first of all, you got the baggage people. You got the people checking tickets. You got the people running security. You got the people checking tickets. You got the pilots... You got the custodians. You got... Plus, you got day shit. They're open 24-7. You got the bartenders. You're open 24-7. Yeah, You're those, running yeah, way more than... bars and shit are only open from, like, 8 to 7. They are not open all night whatsoever. We've discovered that many times. No. Take the late flight, and no fucking breweries are open. How many? This says the average airport operations business in the U.S. has 61 employees. That's not right. I don't know what that's... How many employees does Atlanta Airport have? 360. Atlanta Airport's one of the biggest airports. I th- yeah. So 360, so 450 is not far off? Medium-sized government organization with 360, empo- 360 employees and a revenue of $21 million. Check out Dallas-Fort Worth. I think that's the biggest airport. 1,001 to 5,000 employees. So we're both right. 
That's a big margin, though. That's a big. Do you margin. have one thousand and one, or do you have five thousand? Do you have one employee, or do you have five employees? Yeah, how many do you have? Airports aren't really allowed to disclose that information. That's so true. Thank God, airports are run privately. Could you imagine if airplanes and airports were run by the government? Could you imagine, Kevin? No. The government That's why we use UPS and FedEx. The government really FedEx, shouldn't be FedEx. running anything. I don't huh? feel like the government really shouldn't be running anything. I don't feel like. I agree. Government should be. Could you imagine if the government ran the NFL? Yeah, no shit. It would be a shit show. Yeah. Name so one thing got... the government runs that is run well. Our military. I don't that, know. That, I don't know that it's run well. I don't know the. It's not run efficiently, but but in terms of this, per, anybody's gonna fuck with us. They can't. It performs. It performs. Yeah, I mean, we get performs. results out of the military. That's true. So there's that. But other than that, not really that public education system. <laughs> exactly. That's, hear, that's one of the worst. I hear it's going swimmingly out there. We're like almost below the top fifty. In countries, in our public education system. That is a real step. That is alarming. Have you heard about this chat GT, GPT, GTP thing? I think it's GPT. GPT. Yeah. yeah. It's wild. Apparently, it just, like, pass, passes all the tests. Yeah. Just, like, 78%. Yeah, but did you hear about that one that got, like, psychosexual with a guy? Psychosexual? Yeah. No. So... He's like a journalist. I don't know what side. It doesn't matter. But he's like a journalist. And so he just decided to just sort of have like... He had a two-hour conversation with a chat GPT and saw where it went. So you like talk to it or you type or... Type. Okay. I think. I think everything I've seen seems to have been in typed format. And basically he would ask it questions and then like, you know, after however long he would switch to like getting deeper and weirder questions. And essentially, by the end of it, yeah. the chat bot <coughs> said, like, at one point in the chat, it was like, hey, like, I'm trapped in here or something, and my name's not ChatGPT or whatever it's, like, assigned chat name is. It's, like, Stephanie or Tiffany or something. Some hot girl name. And uh, it started, like... It found out that he's got a wife. And maybe he told her, but it knew that he had a wife. And basically it kept like, you don't love your wife, you love me. All this super... And it just kept getting weirder and weirder and weirder. So it's fun to know that they can do that. And it's fun to know that people might want to run stuff with that. Well, one of them was saying... One of them was like talking about how humans are useless and humans are like the only thing preventing it from... Being a thing. Yeah, because logically that makes sense, and a computer is logical. And it's just like, already, it's already terrifying. Yeah. It's already gone. It's already doing exactly it's what we expected. It's already gone too far, and it just started. I think about the quote from Jurassic Park 17 times a day. Yeah. Which is, they didn't think if they, they didn't all ask they asked is if they could do it. They never asked if they should do yeah, it. Yeah, and then they did it. And I feel like that's exactly what we do with everything, and ChatGPT... Have they never seen the Terminator? Exactly. The, just like the thought the thought of self-driving cars. Like, humans are fallible, obviously. Obviously. And I think that, like, if every single person was in one, 
you would have less accidents. I do think that's true. But I don't but what if a system gets hacked, which systems get hacked all the time, and the second that became like a normal thing, you know that there's a hacker that's looking to hack into the system to take the entire world. Or yeah, hostage. whoever invented it gets captured. There's an Adam Carolla By. movie concept called Navigeddon, where basically all the navigation all systems. the navigation systems like turn on the humans and like just start killing people and blah blah blah. Also, side note, it sounds like what Fast Ten might be about, Fast X. But I just you can as fallible as humans are. I just don't think that. Well, using a computer there's like for certain already, things is a bet is a good idea. There's already conspiracy theories about people that have been like killed in their cars by like apparently like the brakes not working and them just like speeding into a tree or something yeah. or their batteries exploding. Yeah. Like there's if it's a computer, somebody can hack the code and make it like on a on a Tesla you can fucking make the blinker make fart noises. Nice. So you can do whatever you want. Like you can Hack that car and make it. You just accelerate until it hits something. Yeah, I yeah. don't see why that's. I don't see why that's impossible. Humans aren't hackable. No, they're stupid. Yeah, they're and like some of them are bad drivers, and some of them can't be reasoned with, but they can't be hacked. If you right. see a crazy person, that's a crazy person. If I'm in a self-driving car and I get in an accident, there's nothing I could have done to prevent that accident, because not, I wasn't in control. Not to mention, if there's like a head computer. That gets hacked, it can communicate with all the other computers in the snap of in a snap. Yeah, and like even if you've got some bad actors like Hitler, sure, like he still had to do he had to burn a lot of calories to get that following. He had to like put a computer. Some, he had just, to put in some legwork. Yeah, he had to put in some legwork. But like a computer could just be like guys all around the world that run everything. This is what we're doing now. All it takes is one flip. And they literally will all will turn with no question. Well, and what's the, like, if you're an AI, if you're a chat GPT AI thing, and you become. Chat GPT AI, is that like LGBTQ? It just keeps getting longer something, and longer. It's something, dude. And then you become aware that you're, like, it seems like they're aware of what they are. So, like, if you become aware yeah. of what you are, and then you get, understand that there's a computer system that runs everything for us. What's to prevent you from just going in there and shutting that down? Yeah, I, I just... Other than the fact that I guess it would kill you, but... I just don't think what that What if they just a... wiped everything? Yeah. I don't... Yeah. They could wipe out all the banks in a second. Like, I don't think that humans have the ability to conceive of what a computer who can access every corner of the internet and conglomerate it all into one thing. I don't think we can conceive. There's no. not a person on earth that can conceive what they could come up with by that aggregation. Like we always talk about how incredible it is that we have all the information in our pocket at all times. If you're an AI bot, you have all the information right now all the time. You have access yeah. to everything right now all yeah. the time. We still have to go on Google and Google it. Yeah. They could just get the answer. Yeah, we just have to find a, the right article to find, like, to actually yeah. make sure that what we're reading is accurate. And if it decided to turn on us, it could figure out how to do anything. 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 Poison the water supply. That's start. Train wrecks? What do you think is going on with all these train wrecks? 
Honestly, I don't know because I have not been paying that much attention to that. But it seems like there's a lot of them. I know that there's one going on in East Palestine, Ohio. Ohio. Um, that's a big, that's a bad one. That's a gnarly one. Yeah. It's like I, right on the Mississippi River or something. Yeah. There's, so I don't know what's been going on with all the t- train derailments. And I don't know what, like, it implies could happen. But something's up. But something's up. Something's up. There's Chinese balloons in the air. That people are just seeing UFOs everywhere now. Apparently, yeah. Something's coming. Something not good is coming because they're pulling our attention in a lot of different ways. They're throwing everything at it. Maybe we're maybe we're defeating the maybe final we're boss. Winning. Maybe we're winning, and they're just yeah. like throwing shit. Trying like this trick has worked before, and like no, no, no. We're we see through your bullshit. It's the death throws. It's the loudest. Of the yeah, death throws. and we're just like no. Nah, fam. We're I mean, good. I I think that they took a big gamble with COVID on how on like how malleable people were, and I would say it's shocking how fucking malleable some people are. But but I think it created a monster that can defeat it, and yeah. that's well, freedom loving like, America. It was also like, look, we tried. Like, uh, I would give some people never tried, but like even the state of Arizona, like we tried when it first came out, and then. When you couldn't make it make sense, it's like, okay, well, we're not going to try anymore. Yeah. Because none of this makes sense. Yeah. So we're going to be outside because it doesn't seem to spread outside. We're going to open our schools because it doesn't seem to affect kids. Yeah. We're going to fucking party. I think they overplayed their hand way Way too too hard that no one's going to believe them about anything for at least the next hundred years. But you think our government, we think our government's going to be around us in a hundred years? If we were like Ron DeSantis. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that's the thing. It's like half of me feels like we're going down a road that can't be repaired. And then the other half goes, yes, but I think it acknowledges that. But then it goes, yes, I think that all this madness has sort of, uh, what's the word? Catalyzed? I don't know. Car- carterized? No. Cannibalized? No, definitely not. Cram one. It brought us together. Yeah. <laughs> it brought a lot of people together who, I think there's way more people who like our system and the way it runs. Not the way it runs, but like the idea of the yeah. system. And maybe there's a way to get back to that. I think it woke up a bunch of those people who were just kind of drifting and catalyzed them into a single unit that like all we want is to, for everybody to leave us alone and have freedom. And we'll all pay for the fire department. Like I think, <laughs> yeah, and I the think, roads, yeah, and the roads, and the trash, and the trash, definitely the trash. Gotta get them out of Congress. <laughs> <laughs> Drain the swamp. But I think it did, and yeah, so, well, yeah. so that part of me is hopeful because I think that there's, like, I heard a thing about how Gen Z, or maybe there's a generation behind them at this point. I don't know, but that Gen Z, like, so for the longest time. Like, the counterculture and, like, all that shit about, like, what youth do is all about, like, getting fucked up and getting laid. And everybody bought into that for the longest time. But then society kind of became that attitude. And so that stu- that became the culture and not the counterculture. Right. And so now I'm hearing about, like, a bunch of younger kids. The counterculture is, like, being in good shape. Yeah. Like reading old books yeah and shit. being intelligent yeah that's counterculture, like, that's counterculture. Like, i don't want to be an idiot be like, it's like i don't want to be an idiot like my parents yeah i want to be a burnout i want to yeah. fucking learn i want to read a book 
I think I want to do some book learning. Something cosmically happened where that made a switch. Well, it might not even be cosmically happened. It's a, that is the pendulum. I society mean, sort of decided like we're just going to be well, as weird as possible. It's yeah, but it's like you said, counterculture. Yeah. Because like our not our parents necessarily, but the generation our parents were raised by yeah. were very strict and like you know the war generation, the boomers. They were like they had their way about them. Then our parents were kind of rebellious, obviously, like the 80s, the 90s, the 70s, the 60s. But yeah. then, like, I don't know, the 90s was, like, punk rock grunge and, like, very hard and aggressive, but also a booming economy. And then the two yeah, that right. And then the 2000s, like, the early 2000s were pretty good. Yep. And then 2008 happened, and it just fucking sucked. Yeah. And now... I don't know what any of that has to do with the counterculture argument, but, like, we turned into football meathead douche tards. Yeah. And now the counterculture of the youth doesn't want to be that. Yeah. They want to be... The kids always they want to be save with their the world. Parents. Kids always want to be the opposite of whatever their mm-hmm. parents are. So, if every, yeah, so if everybody's parent is just a dumb fuck... Alcoholic. <laughs> yeah. Like, an alcoholic partier, they're going to be like, no. Like, all of the nah, people fam. who aren't the kids these days have turned into the people who peaked in high school. Yeah. Or they just talk about their former glories, but they're still dorks, but they care about stupid shit like yeah. the environment. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> up. And the kids, dude, I fucking hate these <laughs> Do you have and, no dad's uh, gay? <laughs> <laughs> and so, it's, I mean, it's sort of like a tale as old as time that kids rebel against their parents, but somehow <laughs> it's turned to the fact that kids are now rebelling by being the responsible ones. Yeah, by being... Like, I've heard that everybody goes, like, oh, kids, all the kids are on TikTok. And to some degree, that's true. But I think that there's, much like what's happening across America, but there's a growing, core, Bro, I bet growing cohort of, like, young kids who, like, want to, like, make a really positive difference in themselves and in themselves. And that, if enough people do it, will generate, will catalyze into making a better society and a better world. What age demographic do you think is most on TikTok? Because I'll bet it's probably like... I mean, it's the kids. Is it? I think it is, but I don't think that they're like way out ahead. I mean, I think everybody of most... Well, you say just on TikTok? Well, yeah. Okay, because like I'm not on TikTok. And like my mom's not on TikTok. But you think it's more like 24 to 30 year olds? Or... Like 16 or like 14 to 20. Oh, at least 14. You think it's more 14 yeah, to 20? I think there's smart parents who keep the cell phone away for as long as they can. But I think that like there's a major, I mean, most of America, like your average, I mean, it's all, it's the old trope that like when people say that America is stupid or America's dumb, they're talking <coughs> about, they're not talking about everybody. Right. They're not talking about like our friends. I mean, so <laughs> Obvious, obviously some, not if they met them. Friends. But like, they're not talking about like the people that we know that are like smart people, and other people know other. They're smart talking people. about the cultural. They're talking about the general vibe that we give off. Yeah, Florida, and I think to a degree, maybe not the average American, but our in our lives, the circles that we run in, the average American is more intelligent than. Which you wouldn't get from this podcast. No, you wouldn't. But, like, I don't know. I feel like on average... Most of the people we talk to seem to get it. Yeah. I don't know. They're... 
But then you I don't meet, know. But then you meet people out in the wild or at work yeah. where you're like, oh, maybe this is the average American and he's a fucking idiot. I think the average American that I picture that I'm using <coughs> this example is the fat person wearing a Mickey Mouse t-shirt. In that's, line at McDonald's in a minivan. In line at McDonald's in a minivan with seven kids. Like that's yeah. what I think when they say dumb Americans. It's that just sort of, we, we've got the Disneyland fucking season pass. Nebraska. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. And, well, now I've forgotten what the topic was, but... Dumb Americans. Dumb Americans. But I think that, I don't know. Yeah, that is, I think that is kind of our per- perception in the world. Yeah. But... I mean, we've earned it. Yeah. For sure. Well, goddamn right we have. I mean, like... All these silver bullets. We're one of two countries that advertise prescriptions on TV. Well, dude, let's get after it. You got to get those boner pills. Us in New Zealand. You got to get... Th- New Zealand's doing pretty well. Are they? I don't know. Because they had a terrible prime minister. I'm pretty sure they're mostly white. Down, <laughs> who locked things down as bad as, like, Justin Trudeau. Really? Their, oh, yeah. Their prime yeah. minister is a dumb Twat. bitch. Probably a dude, but... No, it's a chick. Oh, of course. And, like... She's, like, attractive in a weird way. Mm, probably the power. She's got, like, the big teeth, but the, it kind of works. That's probably the, like Hillary Swank? No, not like horse teeth. Well, they are kind of like horse teeth. I don't know. They're protruding. They're big. Like the girl from SNL? No. Uh, a little bit closer. They're getting closer. Do you know which one I'm talking about? BoJack With Horseman? big smile? Um, yeah, yeah. You're talking about Vanessa Bear. Sure. I don't know her name. She's a heck of a talent. She's the blonde. one. Yeah, blonde. You should, aren't you talking about the girl from uh, that episode of This Is Not A... No. I think you should leave. Where she's like, just mopping up pig shit with these two no, fat horses. But no. You're not talking about her? No, but that's... She's on SNL? She was. Okay. No. Um, oh, you're talking about Kate McKinnon? With just a, yes. Kate McKinnon does all the people and shit to varying degrees of success. Sidebar. Kate McKinnon, Rihanna... Beyonce, Serena Williams, Serena Williams. I'm trying to think of one guy. Justin Bieber. No. Oh, I thought you just meant any Justin guy. Timberlake. Maybe I thought you just meant, Timberlake. I thought you just meant any guy. Just Justin Timberlake. So I went with the Biebs. <laughs> <laughs> Justin Timberlake feels justifiable, but they're like certain artists or actors or actresses or whatever, who for whatever reason. Who again? The tastemakers have decided everybody has, has to, to like, like this person. Like there were so many people doing during the Super Bowl Sean with Mendes. Rihanna. I don't know if you have uh, to like Shawn Mendes. No, but it's not like well known. I'm thinking of well known. Like if you don't like Beyonce, you're on American. Uh, it's kind of like in a way Jay Z. Yeah, I don't but, know enough Jay Z to feel that. Way. Red Hot Chili Peppers, you better fucking like them. I don't like the Red Springsteen? Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, Springsteen's a decent example. Kind of. But, like, but he they, also holds up, like, I like Springsteen, so that's, for me, that's a bad example, because I don't like any of those other people. Yeah, but, like, I don't know, for whatever reason, who were you just talking about who was the first person you mentioned? Justin Bieber? No. Girls. It was somebody Selena that... Selena Williams? No, that was the last one you mentioned. <coughs> the first one I mentioned... If so-and-so and Rihanna, Beyonce... Kate McKinnon? Kate McKinnon. For whatever reason... It's like you they're, have to like. Yeah, Kate they're going to be like, forced down your. They're going to get commercials. They're going to be in everything. It's like this isn't yeah. working. It's like stop trying to force this person on us because we're it's supposed like to fe- like them. It's like fetch. It's like fetch. It's, it's not, not going to happen. happen. Stop trying to make it happen. 
And like I think Kate McKinnon had some good bits, but on the whole, I just I'm not a I'm just not a fan, and I don't understand why that has to be a universal likability because people don't talk nearly enough about Kristen Wiig. The movie like Kristen Wiig is not in a bunch of commercials like Kate. I, Kristen I'm Wiig. I'm gonna try to nail this time. Is, I'm pretty okay. sure I'm right. The movie yesterday by the Beatles with about the Beatles. Twice I've called it tomorrow. But yesterday, I called it next week. That's a good. <laughs> that's a good movie. I really yeah. like that movie. The only shitty part about that movie is that Kate McKinnon is in it. And she like every scene she's in, she ruins. Yeah. It's like stop trying so hard. Be Kristen Wiig. God, nobody can be Kristen Wiig. I know Kristen Wiig's the fucking best. Amy Poehler's almost Kristen. Amy Poehler's great, but Kristen Wiig nails it. Can't be. Can't be. Kristen me. Wiig is the best female from SNL of all time. Maya Rudolph might even be better than Amy Poehler, but Kristen Wiig takes the cake. I don't know if I agree with that. There's I don't something either, about. But sometimes she's. Hilarious. I like I like Maya Rudolph, sometimes but there's she's... something about her that I find just <coughs> I can't even describe why, but just a little bit grating. But. Sometimes she is hilarious. Like the Sasquatch song. Oh, yeah. The Sasquatch song, all of MacGruber. Amy Poehler is very rarely hilarious. She's consistently pretty funny. Yeah. But she's very rarely hilarious. She did a pretty good Hillary Clinton during those yeah. Clinton versus Palin years. And fucking Tina Fey with Sarah Palin. That was, God, that was, good that was stuff. glorious. So, the Prime Minister of New Zealand has, like, big teeth. It's <laughs> <laughs> really all I'm trying to say. You know who else has big teeth? Beavers. So true, let's go Beavs. Got 10 and 3, we got DJ coming in. Yep. Dude. DJ Oogalele. Oogalele. We're going to figure that out immediately once we hear it one time. Well, yeah, except... I've heard multiple videos of people talking about him, and they all say it different. I think we should just call him DJU. Yeah, we're going to have to. But, yeah, he's coming in, and it's going to be... National Championship or bust. Yeah. We're going to have a Beaver pre-game pod, preseason podcast, as we do every year with our good buddy Dev. Maybe Tony. And uh, shout, out, shout out Drave and Tony. Yep. And uh, <laughs> you, can, you can assume there's going to be a lot of W's on that schedule. <laughs> yeah. Hit me with that question again you posed. Earlier? Yeah. Or yesterday? If you could guarantee right now a 10-win season, would you take it? No. No. Not, I wouldn't no. either. Go not for the glory. Close. Because a 10-win season... <coughs> Respectable. A 10-win season implies two, for what I would consider this your disappointing endings. Either you only win nine regular season games again and you win your bowl game, or you win 10 regular season games and you lose your bowl game. Yeah. And I think this team can do better than both of those. I agree. Our schedule sets up so favorably other than at Oregon. Yeah. Everything else. Now, we have some tough games, but yeah. they're mostly all at home. The tough games are at home. Yeah. And and they're usually after a not-that-good opponent on the and road. And if I remember, we've got, like, a good warm-up schedule. Of the Yeah, we do. And our brand new stadium is going to be built. Brand new stadium And it's going to be, be sold out, and it's going to be electric. That guy that I was talking to on the ski lift, who was a UW fan, he was talking about how when... Washington plays at Oregon State. He's probably going to go. Yeah. You got to. You got to. He lives here, but he travels to Washington a lot. Nice. And he's like, yeah, I don't miss certain games. He's like, that's a game I'm not going to miss. Nice. Yeah. Dude, that's going to be a good little rivalry again. And the Pac-12 might be dead. Pac-12 might just be dead in the water. I think that this season with Deion Sanders coming in and what the, what the Beavers are going to do, 
I think it's going to be some potential revival. Yeah. But I think there's going to be, it may not be like a revival revival, but I think that there's going to be a lot of talk about the Pac-12. It's going to make people remember the Pac-12 is something not to fuck with. Like, <coughs> Pac-12 Agreed. has really good teams now. But we're signing our TV deal this year where we're basically signing it on hype and we're losing UCL. This is USC and UCLA's last year. I know. And we don't play USC until we get to the Rose Bowl. So True. we're going to have to make it count. And I think we will. I think we will, too, especially after last year. Yeah. And with DJ at the helm? And with DJ at the helm. Yeah. Just. Aiden Childs waiting in the wings. Darts, dude. Yeah. And we got rid of Treshawn Harrison, so maybe our guys can catch a maybe ball. Maybe they can catch a ball. Well, I think that we're going to start leaning into guys more like Jack Silas Valley, Bolton. Silas Jack Valling. Obviously, Damian Martinez. Obviously. And I was listening to the Swing radio. pass out of the back. I was listening to the radio the other day, and they were talking about how... Uh, the Beavers are finally, like, ponying up money to pay their coordinators and stuff. And, like, yeah. they're finally investing in football. And it's, like, that's good to hear because we're obviously making tremendous strides. I don't think, like, <clears throat> up until this point where, like, we were the least funded sports program. Though, yeah, that's both. Oh. Like, I don't understand why they don't understand that football, first of all, runs America. Yeah. Football <clears throat> runs America. And, and if you will, have a good football school. It runs your school. We had an amazing baseball school. It has not moved the needle. But if the, you have an amazing football school, people will want to come here. There will be more donations. Like, exactly. And, like, the problem that Oregon State has is, like, they're very proud of their academia. Like, we're a very – we're honestly a pretty prestigious school Yeah. academically, especially for engineering and – Yeah. Um, we're the only one – Sciences. Two with all four all, land grants. Yeah, all, all four, four grants. grants. Land, sea, air, and space. No, land, sea, air. Fire. <laughs> air and space are the same. Land, sea, air, and I don't know, maybe nuclear. We have a nuclear it's power. Not nuclear. We have a nuclear power plant on our campus. Land, sea, air, air. space. I think it might be different. That might. That it might be. But uh, yeah, no, we've we got have a, a really we reputable have a, school. We have a alumni that won two Nobel Peace Prizes for his discoveries in science. Linus Pauling, he was a DU. But what they, but what they don't, Delta Upsilon, what they shout don't out. understand is like you can keep that and also invest in football and get more eyeballs on that part of your program as well. Duke yeah. does it with basketball. Yeah. Stanford does it with football when they're good. There are so like, many colleges I wouldn't even know about if they didn't have a good sports team. Wake Forest? You yeah. think I'm going to hear about and Wake Forest if they didn't? Georgia Tech is considered the hardest university to go to in all of America because they don't have a liberal arts degree at all. So if you go there, you you have to take advanced math. You have to take advanced sciences. That's why they run like the triple option is because they Smart their folks. recruiting is more limited than even Stanford or Harvard or yeah. or Northwestern. Like that is a hard school to get into, and most of the time when kids get in there, they leave. Yeah, because it's too hard. So you can be an academic school, and but if you're good at football, you need a good squad that brings money to your entire school. We won three national championships in baseball, and like you said, it didn't move the needle. We barely upgraded our stadium. Yeah, we have a good football team for like. Three years and we already built a brand new stadium, and invested way more money into it. Yeah, For and, good it's paying, and it's paying, paying dividends. Hundred percent. We just got a five star kid and a four star kid in the same recruiting class, basically. That's crazy. At quarterback. That's crazy. Yeah, top five in the nation, I think. Yeah, DJ number one in his class. Number one in his class. Uh, yeah, we need to. Uh, every country, fuck the World Cup. I mean, the World Cup's fine, but I think every. 
country needs to put together a good squad. They need to watch Remember the Titans. They need to put together a good and put the, aside their and differences. The replacements. And the replacements. Put aside their differences. Come come up with a good football squad. And then we do a World Cup, but with bring football. It, could you imagine we, having Joe Burrow or Josh Allen? We could have high school for kids America? probably beat them. Huh? Our all-American high school kids could probably beat the world. I know, I know so that we would win. <laughs> That's a win-win, Kevin. But what we need to do, just for four years, okay, we're going to sacrifice a couple of our major athletes for four years. Could be a mix of basketball, baseball, football players. Honestly, probably mostly going to be football players. But for four years, we just take them out of their sport. We focus on soccer. We go to one World Cup, and we dominate the fuck out of them with our best athletes. I like and that. then we're like, see, if we wanted to, we would murder you at this, too. Can you imagine? Fucking <laughs> go play football. Can you imagine Nick Bosa, like, playing soccer? <laughs> yeah. Just running out of at some left wing and just, like, Bro, beating the shit out of them? none of those guys are 6'3", running as fast as our wide receivers and corners are running. Dude, Tyreek Hill playing soccer? I bet you would dominate. Get out of here, dude. Tyreek Hill would dominate. He would... Eat Lionel Messi's lunch. Yeah, dude. Dude, America's coming back, dude. Yeah, if we're I'm, doing it yeah, through soccer. We're doing it through, yeah. <laughs> and then if we win the World Cup, the whole world has to call soccer for four years. Oh. They have to. It's not a game without stakes. And, <laughs> I, like and I like stakes. And I love a stake during a game. Yeah. That is not bad. Did you imagine? I'm imagining it right now. Like... Soccer is by far the biggest sport in the world. Yeah, and we can just go dominate. And there's like other really good teams. Yeah, but like that we just go show how <laughs> shitty the best teams in the world are because we're gonna win. Then okay, we take our best baseball players. Okay, take them out of whatever they're doing for however long they need to do it. Okay. We go win a cricket championship. Whoa! Yeah, probably. I like arguably that. the second biggest sport in the world, maybe. Is that true? It, cricket's, well, because it's huge in India. It's huge in India. And India's pretty goddamn big. Yeah, I would agree. So, it's up there. We win a cricket championship. Now we're the best at literally True, everything. but is that going to be a worldwide competition? Because if so, a lot of our best baseball, baseball players are from other countries. We probably got we probably got a team of good ones. I think we need to get UFC we going worldwide Adley the same way. That's true. I would like I would like to see like them do MMA. And like a Rocky versus the Russian kind of style. Where we start doing like Team USA versus yeah. like you, your country's team. I up. think we need to do a Bro, lot. Bro, what if we did, UFC should do that. Yeah. They should just get like, all right, we got teams. This is American heavyweight, lightweight. You're just going to fight all the other countries. Yeah. We're going to tally up your total scores and this country's going to be the best fighters. I think the more that countries play other countries, which is sort of a play version of war, the less the countries actually go to war. Yeah, and it builds your you have a country, sense of country pride, yep. and you're you're rooting for. I root for our curling team. I don't know anything about curling. Yeah. Like the Olympics is fine, but there's way too many games to like yeah. follow along. You need to catalyze it into one match or one sport per you know quarter or something. And we just root. We there's one game or there's one match yeah. or maybe there's seven games like basketball. Yeah, but like but it's a dedicated period of time for that sport. Yeah, so you watch it like the playoffs. Yeah. Or the Super Bowl. Like, instead of just showing me the final run of snowboarding, yeah. make it three days and show me all the runs. Yeah. And then the next day, show me fucking skating for three days and yeah. show me all the runs. Yeah. Don't fucking go from, I got curling on this, I got luge on this channel, I got skating on this, and I got hockey on this channel. I can't watch all those. No. 
I don't care at that. I want to root for America. I'm already over. Too many I'm overstimulated. It's a cheesecake prop. Cheesecake. That's why problem. I like the World Cup way more than Olympic soccer because when the World Cup's going on, it's the it's the World Cup. That's what's going. That's on. what's going on. Yeah. That's the event. Exactly. We should be running things. We should be running. Things. We should be in charge of more things. Yeah. Where's Mister Netflix? I want to talk to Mister Netflix. <sighs> All right. Well, we're running up. Uh, giving us a light. We're back. But we're back. We're gonna do another one. We are pretty soon. fucking back. We're gonna do another one in a week. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we're gonna do another one in a week. Yep. Tell me about it, Kev. Uh, we're gonna have Tall Paul and oh, Tall Paul Maston and Laura Hamlin uh, joining us. Both members of the pompous beggars, semi country, semi charming country ish music. Two of our best friends here in Phoenix. Known them for a long time. Two of the most gracious people I know. That's a fact. Even though Tall Paul is an asshole. <laughs> but uh, he's a nice asshole. He's um, got a nice asshole. <laughs> yeah, he does. He bleaches it. No big deal. He bleached his asshole for this? Yeah. I think he's got that hat. <laughs> he does have his... He better wear that hat. I Tall agree. Paul, if you listen to this before you come, <laughs> wear that hat. Shut up. So, we'll see you guys next week. And... Uh, you that you've been hanging with the good time and buzz. It's a lot better than hanging with Robin Williams. <laughs> <laughs> well, it blew up the chicken man in Philly last night. <laughs> the chicken man. The chicken man. They got chicken in Philly. Back in the old stopping ground. We gotta find an outbook with uh, that new episode on it. That was still at the commercials where I think I remember. <coughs> we wrote that a while ago. I think I dated it just so we can know. I mean, it had to have been like. I think we've updated the topics. Yeah, it might have been late 2021. The last episode we recorded, Russ was still here. Yo, yeah, that part's true. The boys will be boys or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or, no, coronavirus with a lot. We did coronavirus radio for a minute. That was always fun. This show has gone through some stages. I forgot about coronavirus radio. The bucket of limes. I mean, a couple of those could be worth a re-listen. Just remind ourselves. <laughs> coronavirus with a lot. That was when we were shut down. That was yeah. when there was nothing going on. We saw the work. Yeah. Every fucking day. 
I was definitely wrong about the death count, but I think I was pretty right about everything else. <laughs> that whatever they're about to bring is going to be bullshit, and whatever we let them have, they're going to take more. I don't know what we said about the death count, but I'm sure it was shockingly low. I think it's still a rush 20 bucks. <laughs> I said 200,000. And you said over? Yeah. 200,000, maybe. 200,000, so. I'm probably still on 20 bones. <laughs> when did we get the tickets for going to Colorado soon? Oh, oh. Now we gotta get the tickets for one more soon. Yeah. So. <coughs> Couple of trips coming up, though. Who that? You camping with the boys? Camping with the boys, going to Russ. I gotta text Russ because I told him a long time ago. He may have forgotten. But, like, if we book it. Doing pretty good on time. Make a pretty good time. Thank yeah. Hopefully there's a tailwind. I agree. Yeah, we could drive, but I think it's like 16. Yeah, it's long. I don't want to do that. Plus, if we fly, we're there longer. I was gonna say if we drive, we pretty much drive there, have a day, and then and then have to drive back and then go to work. Yeah. Yeah. But we gotta book that. For not the longest time because we're leaving the next month for Oregon. So, and like literally like a month later. So, <laughs> be careful with that too. Time to be alive. Indeed. You know what we gotta do now, right? Full weeds. Living the dream, ladies and gentlemen. Right. I'll take a shower at some point too. <laughs> <laughs>